It's time for a change. Strap your headphones on and join Chris, Scott, and Sean. Three active duty police officers in the Chicago suburbs. As they face the tough subjects, including police brutality, racial tension, rioting, and more. Weekly, you'll get tips and tricks on how to keep you and your family safe, what to do during traffic stops, how to handle domestic violence, and more. This This is a show about about opening a dialogue, accepting that something has to be done, and bringing communities together again. And now your hosts, Chris, Scott, and Sean. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Three Cops Talk. Uh, This is one of your hosts, Sean. Sean. Yet again Sean. here, back in South Carolina, away from my, my, my friends. Back where it's warm, Gamecocks. Um, but I am Say it again. back uh, via the internet. That, that This internet is really catching on, guys. I think we've got something going here. Bing, uh, with, bing, with, uh, with Uncle Chris. Hey, hey. And Big Sergeant Scott. Hi, Sergeant Scott, Captain Sean. We are all here. We're all here. We're all, we're, all here. Here. we're all here hey, together. Yeah, be, by, by the way, we're all here after being blown off by what? Two guests now? Three? Yeah. Two? Right, right. Or one, one, three times. Right. One, three times. So you know it's actually who four. It's not you, it's me. <laughs> yeah, it's not you, it's You're giving me the it's not you, it's me. <laughs> wait, wait. That's my bad. Maybe we should bring Melissa back. The it's not you, it's me. <laughs> right. The beauty of Netflix is like I can watch whatever Seinfeld I want to watch now as opposed oh, yeah. to whatever TBS gives me. TBS shows them like 70 times a day, so it's not like I don't have to worry about cycling through it, but like like the better ones I can just go to and grab. It's like Netflix changed everything. It right. changed everything when it came to entertainment. Like, you know, it was like Redbox. You were like, ah, something's coming, you know? Yeah. VCR thing's not going to stay here forever. And I remember I used to think when I was younger, I was like, you know what would be really cool is like if you had this clearinghouse, you could go through somebody had this massive server that you could just download whatever you wanted to watch. Dude, well, that, wasn't, you know, why didn't you go with it? You were in the freaking Netflix, bro. Netflix was the one that used to send you this. Didn't they start out where they sent you the things in the mail, and then you returned yeah. them or something like that? Something like right, that, yeah. Right. And then they went to streaming, right, and then right, they actually right. were going to, they actually, they made a, I think they made a position to buy Blockbuster, and they're like, nah, that's not going to Do you guys remember on. that back in the 70s and 80s where you would sign up for that one record that you wanted, and if you didn't sign out <laughs> of it, they would keep sending you records every month? I forget what that was called. I'm thinking um, of like the, was, are you talking about like the music club where you buy a hundred CDs for a penny or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, 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 right. You're like, well, I remember that. Like, yeah, yeah. Sure, I'm going to pay for that. One, yeah, haircut one thousand. Who? I didn't want this one. Who's Aloysius Yamsqueegee that I'm sending this to? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Is uh you know but put me down for that first penny and send me a hundred <laughs> CDs. It's a shiny to- one. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm a college kid. This, I'll totally guys, pay I that back. Thing I got this thing. It can't fail. <laughs> um, but actually, Netflix is it's great. I mean, it really did. Like when you think about the idea that he th- that the guy had to come up with, or the people that came up with that idea of like you know entertainment on demand, like movie theaters, you don't need them anymore. Like you can either watch it like on HBO Max or you can go to a theater. Well, you know, you know, us all congregating in one area has really freaked people out quite a bit. Right. And the theaters are like dying on the vine. So it's kind of cool. Like, especially with Seinfeld. I'd be like, I would go back to the theaters to watch Seinfeld on the big screen. You know what I mean? Like, I think that would be great. Like, but it would have to be the right ones. The early ones were kind of like, you know, I don't know. We, we reference mean, Seinfeld a lot. Yeah. Because we're definitely Seinfeld era guys. Like, yeah, but did, yeah, for sure. But do you ever think about like how Netflix was, was, you know, invented? Like, it's probably some dad. Going, I am not taking. You need a, something that just comes right to the TV. <laughs> there you go. I, like everything else, I probably think it was steeped and tested in porn. 
<laughs> well, that's probably well, they true. Had an, they had a thing in Illinois back in the 80s called On TV. Remember that? You had a box oh, yeah. that hooked to your TV. Yeah. And my dad was so cheap that he didn't get the one that came assembled. He had to solder all the pieces together. So this thing came. It was like a circuit board. Then <laughs> you had wires going to all the different yeah, rooms. It was like a, literally, it was yeah. like a wood box with two dials on it. Right. right. And he's sitting right. there. MF in the thing the whole like, time, and there's like solder smoke. He's doing it on the ottoman, you know, in the fan room. Fire alarms. We're, <laughs> we're all waiting. Like, right. when are we gonna get to watch the? It's like you could watch like the Blackhawks, right? You could watch, you could watch the Blackhawks, and like it was one got, with the switch. You went from TV yes. to on TV, right? Yeah, the one switch. Yes. Yeah, I remember and those. It had porn, but scramble porn for that. Oh. But then so like yeah, it was so scramble was, porn. Scramble was porn was like there was some right. things where you're like, that's a girl. You had to watch between the lines, and you're like, yep. We used to have this cable like concoction that came from the television and had this big long wire. My father would sleep on the couch at night because my dad was out at like 730 at night. And that was his thing. <laughs> but he would have it precariously perched in an area that, you know, if you didn't like you're going up to like detonate a bomb and you're like, like, like MacGyver. Because he fell asleep watching, like, I don't know. like I, You can only take so much of the honeymooners when you're, like, 10. You know what I mean? You're, like, straight to the moon. But my father would be out, and, you know, he'd be like, hey, I want to watch the Yankees or something because up in Jersey. And he'd have that thing. Look, I'm just going to be straight. It's really weird, but it was, like, right. He would leave it right because it was just the perfect norm. Like, it was sitting in his lap in a very... Like I'm not really ready for this. If this goes bad, like, if he wakes up suddenly, like, he's gonna like. What are you doing? Me in the, what are you doing? Guard, say the act of contrition twenty times <laughs> on the steps. That's when we got punished. We used to have to sit on the steps. That was it. Right. And then my father, when we had to learn our prayers, he was like, "You're not coming off the steps until you know the entire prayer." Oh my god! And I think to myself, "Yeah, this. I want to get in on this religion." <laughs> I really want to get in on this one. Uh, but it you made know, you what the, you are the cable today. Cable stuff is great. And, you know, when you talk about like what it's progressed to, cable news is the new thing. Right. 24 hour news cycles. Remember back in the day, you would just get news once a day and you're like, yeah, it's good enough. Half they hour. decided what right. we heard and learned and things like that. But we weren't also consumed with it 24 7. Now you have numerous news cycles, numerous uh, news sources, and like stories that are kind of important for us, or at least, you know, important one way or the other, whatever side you fall on. I've gotten to the point where I don't pay attention to it anymore. I just stop. Like uh, at my current job, my boss like, "Are you watching this on the news?" I'm like, "Boss, I don't no. watch it anymore. I'm right. waiting for the real story to come out. It, it can't possibly come out in the first two weeks. And if something's wrong about it, but it gets viewers, they're just going to keep running with it. They right. won't retract it. They won't do it. They did it to COVID. COVID, whether it's legit or not, whether it's like every story was the hottest story and it contradicted itself. And they were like, "Well, you got to trust the science." Well, I learned my science largely through the media. And the internet, and no one will like. Oh, you got to do this. You're just being stupid about it. And the same thing's kind of happening with a big story that's going on right now with the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Right. I, I just, I'm going to tell you guys, I don't follow it. I, I know it's important. I know it's very important. Um, but I just don't follow it because I'm thinking I'm not getting anywhere near the facts. It's no. going to play out way different in a courtroom than it's doing in the media. And the media is driven by a lot of different things, like what makes people. But we're all guilty because we click on this stuff incessantly. Right. But when I started looking at the hard lines, uh, headlines, I'm like, you know what? Let's just see what happens. Let's right. just see what happens. I mean, and I'm not saying I'm alone in this. I think, look, the way that they pumped people about the Michael Brown case, the way they bumped people about the O.J. Simpson case, all of these things that you go back that had some racial overtones to them, right. they led certain people that certain to believe that certain things were going to happen based upon emotion and not in facts and the trier of facts like the courts are. 
and people got really, really upset and disappointed. And you know, I, I like I said, I just well, I, and that's you guys what are closer to it up there. But well, I'm not, and that and, that, and that's what they're doing with this, with this. And 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 again, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and turn us political or whatever. But I just think most people really, really, really just want the truth. And 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 be it right or be it wrong. If you do something wrong. You pay the consequences, and if you do something right, you know, you get praised or, or however you want to look at it. But I just, it just seems it's like the, these news stations are like five-year-old kids, and they're like, they, they, they got their finger on your shoulder going, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you. And then mm-hmm. they're pointing fingers back and forth like, no, that's not true. Or, you know, but instead of saying, well, so-and-so reported this, but this is what we're hearing or whatever, it just seems like it's a constant cat fight, and it just puts people to into a frenzy and i think it's got to do with the fact that people get whipped up into a frenzy because of the 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 false narratives that they're putting out and that and also that they're not actually getting the truth right that that's really what i I think the problem is certain people are being portrayed differently right in the media not getting a fair shake if you're one of the things we were talking about was comparing the stuff that was going on with the alec baldwin shooting on the movie set Versus mm-hmm. how things are being handled with the Kyle Rittenhouse right. case in Kenosha, right? Being very different, being yeah, handled could, or portrayed very differently, right? Yeah, and you could make the argument that both of them, based upon you know their reputation or what they did, aren't getting a fair shake. Look, look, I'm no fan of Alec Baldwin. I mean, he's a great actor. Let's just leave it at that. Right. But you know, he's gotten to that point where he thinks we want to know what he thinks politically. And it's just like, dude, you're here to make me forget about all that crap. Just right. be a good actor, because that's what you are. You are. Right. You're a really good actor. He was funny, and most of the stuff that he did, it was comedy-wise. And as a serious actor, he was pretty good. He was one of the only Baldwins that you're not going straight to bait on, you know what I mean? Like uh, the, right. the other Baldwin brothers that are making like, <clears throat> kickboxing movies and shit like Biodome that. Or, you know, was a, Biodome was good. Right, Biodome is good. Who was in that? Um, the... Uh Baldwin was that? Was it? I don't know. Whatever. Somebody, well, one, one of the lesser known Baldwins. One of the lesser known Baldwins. But him and Paulie Shore, right? Was it Paulie Shore? Yes. On that one? Yes. Yeah. Right. In the army. In the in the biodome now is what it was. <laughs> um, oh God! I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> well, That's wow. Anyway, well, when you look at what happened, Alec Baldwin. I mean, look, look. Let's just take a step back and remove the politics from it because the right's doing this just as much as the left does this. He did that, and it was like glory time and making fun of a man that just shot somebody. He didn't right. intend to shoot her. I don't believe he intended to shoot her. Right. Um, he was on a movie set dealing with a process that, no doubt, as an actor, you trust the people that are there doing it. But you hear all these rumors about it was low budget. This is what was going on. All of these things. And see, but let me. He but killed me, somebody. Yeah, he, but he killed somebody. It's terrible. And we're not giving the guy a fair shake into what's going on. We should prosecute. Why is he not being arrested? Why did the police not get involved? Well, you could say the same thing about people, you know, from the left with Kyle Rittenhouse. I mean, like you're you're talking about like like I'm using my first name basis. Like I know him. Right? In, like I was Kyle. a scout. Oh, yeah, like you know that. Kyle. He did really well with whittling and <laughs> marksmanship. <laughs> It was Stephen. Uh, I see what you did uh, there. Just to he go back real quick, Stephen Baldwin, quickly. by the way, Biodome. Oh, Stephen Baldwin. Baldwin. Okay, I know everybody was hanging out. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Adam, if you're out there. But the, to us. but like to the, okay, to the Alec Baldwin one. This uh, cinematographer, uh, what was her name? Helena, yeah. Helena Hutchins. Yeah. Helena Hutchins. Mm-hmm. Okay, I read several stories about this case and about her and. a and I, you know, obviously, I don't know much about cinematographers, but when you read about her bio and things like that, they say how she was very talented. She right. worked on a lot of movies, a lot of different projects, and mm-hmm. it was obviously a very tragic loss. But like, so, but 
you know, if we're going to treat that one like we're treating the one in Wisconsin, why aren't people that then like, where's the more outrage? Not hearing any of this outrage about it. And I'm not saying right. that it's deserved. I'm just saying, like, we're, we're like, right. Again, I'm no fan of Alec Baldwin either when it comes right. to like his personal opinions on stuff. Right. You know, movie wise, yeah, he's done some great stuff. The personal stuff, I don't so much care for. Right. But where, you know, he did, he shot and killed this right. young lady. Right. Obviously, you know, accidentally. Right. But mm-hmm. where is the heat that stays on this story about exactly. is there going to be consequences? What is the results of the investigation? Where's the, you know, how come you're not hearing from any prosecutors or defense attorneys or investigating the agency that's investigating this with the status of what's going on with it you just you heard about this they said they had the set locked down you've heard little bits and pieces about you know what was going on on the set you heard oh well sometimes people on the set you know actually like shoot stuff but then they have i guess what they call like an armor on, yes. this, on the sets right. that is supposed to handle all of these firearms right. and make sure that is like their primary job to right. make sure that they, these guns don't have real bullets in them. Right. So there's just, there's so many things going on there. And I, I, I'm not saying he should necessarily be charged with a crime, but where are the details on this yes. investigation? How right. come people aren't pushing right. this harder to know what happened about how this young lady got shot and killed on the set of this movie? Right. Well, here, but, the thing is, or like what is going on? Because you hear people on the right, you know, going, well, you know, why aren't the police involved? And well, okay, the police are involved. They sure. collected n- numerous pieces of evidence. They've been interviewing people. And, you know, just like it, it, it's not CSI Miami where you get this stuff in an hour. And, you know, just get, like Sean said, give it time, but put something out there. Hey, this is what's going on. This is what's going on. Um, you know, we are doing this one, but it just seems on the other side with the Kyle Rittenhouse case, they were just so just ram it down the throat to get in the prosecute. Like, right. That, and that's, and that's really where I think everybody just needs to, the, the media, I should say, at first and foremost, take a step back. Okay. And let's let, 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 there's due process. Let's do that. Okay. Right. And, and then let's equally put the same amount of news out there. Right. The truth. Right. Take yeah. the take the person and the and right. the name one hundred percent and whether they're a celebrity or just a seventeen year old kid. Take all of that right. out of it and give everybody equally across the board one the same due process, right. but also the same accountability. Right, and, and and to be honest with you, I mean, if you take if you if you look at both those cases, I mean, I think people should be looking at it as the fact that these are both tragedies, and let's. How, what can we do so it doesn't happen again? On Alec Baldwin's side, it's, it's a safety thing. And I think on Kyle Rittenhouse, I think it's just, you know, um, and again, this is just my opinion on the opinion of the show, where that I think a lot of that could be stopped if the politicians were going to allow law, law enforcement to be law enforcement. That's, but again, <clears throat> but not to make that left-hand turn, but I just think that it just has to be an equal amount of press but the press has to be the truth. The, the stuff that they're putting out about Rittenhouse that I've been watching, and um, uh, the reason I was watching it is I was trying to trying to figure out how I could you know maybe bring it into a use of force since I'm a farm instructor mm-hmm. because he ended up on the ground and um, hit with a he was hit with a skateboard 
people were pointing guns at him uh, prior to him shooting. So if you go and you look at that whole video, I was like, okay, how can we break this down? And when you're watching this video and then you see the complete prosecution and you're sitting there going, from for whatever reason, they want to fry this kid. But if you want, and like they're out and out, out lying about the video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and again, and I'm not a big news watcher, but I took this one a little bit more. I, 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 was, I was consuming more news on this one because I thought it'd be a great, because this is one of those things where like you're fighting and then you get hit and you're on the ground and you're rolling. And so it's like actually when, you know, when we would be in training and Sean would be like, hey, I want you to lay on your belly and roll over. And you'd be like, I'm never going to end up in that position. It'll never happen, you know, until it happens. Right. So I was kind of like. You know, they laughed at Einstein too, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They sure did, brother. And this one too, yeah, right. to your point. I've watched, you know, I've watched and I've read a lot of stories about it from various news outlets that, you know, of, of varying opinions. I've also watched a lot of breakdowns of the video from mm-hmm. people, you know, that claim to be experts all the way down to just everyday people who are just breaking it down as like from a civilian point of view. Right. And so when you when you watch, you know, I've seen it from a lot of di- different angles. Obviously, we're all armchair quarterback and it's sure. after the fact. Right. You know what I mean? And you, you don't always, just like in our job, the vid- you can watch videos a hundred times. doesn't mean that you can sense the actual fear or threat or mindset of what is happening you know, right. right there in that moment. Right. And, and that's what people have to understand. 100%. And, and I just, I'm going I'm to expound on it a little bit. <clears throat> what, one of the pe- what people have to understand, just like Scott said, that when when you're in a, sh- a situation where you have to use or you feel you have to use deadly force, it's the individual that it's what they feel and it's what they see at the time. Because if if if, if I were going to fight Sean or I were going to fight Scott, I'd, I I would sit here and go, okay, I'd lose. Yeah, I I would lose. Okay. But no, you're a black belt. I, I get a couple licks in here no, and there. No, no, you're cool. You know, yeah. Ikes, Ikes. <laughs> um, sweep the leg. <laughs> Johnny the knee, the knee. Um, but, but, you know, I mean, okay. But if, 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 if there was somebody who was 6'8", you know, 390, and he was coming at me with, you know, with a hammer, okay, that's, that's a little different. Whereas, and, and, and I'm, I'm going to be a little facetious here, whereas Scott or Sean may look at that and go, all right, I may be able to do this. You know what I mean? So it's it's what the person. If my, he was six eight and three ninety, I'm like he's gonna die from type two diabetes. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm just gonna wait this out. Yeah, just wait this out. Your <laughs> foot's <laughs> gangrene. You don't have to catch yeah, me. That's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's but I mean, but that's the thing. It's 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 how you feel. So I think that one one thing people have to understand, just like you said, Scott, is how the individual feels, and you know. It's, it's, it has to be a reasonable perception. You're like, sure, you're, sure, you're sure. At it. Like, what's going on? It, you can't let your political offense to a guy walking around with a rifle determine whether it was. I mean, because the flip side of that, from what I've heard, is there was felons with guns, and no one really seems to be concerned about that. You know, this whole gun rights thing, and whatever angle you're trying to take, do you not like him because he's from Illinois and they're in Wisconsin? I mean, like, what is it? You know, I, I right. haven't been following it. But again, I, I immediately took a snapshot in my browser when I open my browser every day, and I get ready to go to work, you know, working remotely. And the headlines tell me it all. And I go, I'm not going to read about it because that article right there is not. And none of the news sources that I look at are even touching it until it's been adjudicated and the facts are out. 
Like, this is what the trier of facts has found. We've lost that. We sensationalize this, and we fall for this crap as a society every single time. And we think because what the media is telling us, we're either going to be right or wrong or justified or whatever. And then when something happens, you get all mad, and it didn't go the way that you thought. And it's like, this is what the courts are for. Look, there's a like we go back to Alec Baldwin. There's a ton of schadenfreude on the right. Like, they're taking... It's like shameful joy, you know, in the fact that that man shot and killed somebody because he's an outspoken liberal. He's crude. He's awful. He's just a better acting version of Donald Trump, as far as I'm concerned. All the things that they were offended by, I point to, well, then why do you like Alec Baldwin so much? Mm -hmm. He's just as awful in that sense. But at the end of the day, just like I didn't like the things that were happening to Trump when he wasn't getting a fair shake, even though he's the president of the United States. This is what's happened into our society. Like, justice is blind. It doesn't have anything to do with Supposed what to your be. personal right. feelings are. And the media feeds upon the fact that we should pull the veil off the Lady Justice, pull that blindfold off of her, and it's just disgusting. Right. Don't waste your time with it. Don't hate your fellow Americans even more. And Everything has to be viewed through that nexus of, where will this fall? Where is this person? What was going on? Right. Like, go back to the Trayvon Martin case, as stupid and tragic as that was. Right. We're being blamed for that as police officers in modern day media. They'll liken something that happened that was, you know, uh, overreach on the police's part based upon race or whatever these people perceived. And Trayvon Martin's dropped in there. And that guy wasn't even a cop. It wasn't even a cop. The right. cops actually, he called the police and they were like, do not go over there and start anything. Right. Right. And this overzealous individual did Security what he guard, did. Yeah. And then he, my guys are. Everything was like, oh my God, this is awful. This is terrible. What happened? And then the facts started coming out and the facts started coming out and it didn't support this whole idea that people thought that because he was this racist Hispanic man right. and that whole thing started falling. But, oh, he's white Hispanic. I remember them telling me, right. yeah, hey, spin this up whatever way you want. The true trier of facts is going to find out what was going on. And sometimes just because you have an idea in your head doesn't mean that the true trier of facts should bow to that, right. should 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 cater to that. Um, we, we've seen throughout our lifetime, you know, we're all almost the same age. Scott's a lot younger than us. Yes. Uh, yes. But I don't like to insult Scott when I say we're all around the same age. But Around is fair. <laughs> around is good. Around, around is close. Same age. We, we've seen plenty of those cases. People on both sides of this equation. If I was an African-American in the United States right now, I could probably point to dozens, if not hundreds of cases that they felt the system worked against me because or there are people because of their skin color. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like we, we've all fallen for it for so long. I just get tired of it. I get sick of it. I wait for the facts to come out and say, Hey, here's what all the facts are. Because guess what? No one wants to read about the facts. They just love the emotion. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, You, it's so much easier to just watch TV for five minutes and have some news outlet give you their summary of what the status of the trial is. Rather than you just, rather than actually watching it for yourself, right, and listening to it, like right. I know that people don't always have the time to do that. I, I get it. Everybody has jobs and lives, and they're not sitting listening, you know, to all of this trial and everything. But just take a minute to take the news out of it and right. say, I want to actually hear what you know what happened with yes. this today, or can I? You know what I mean? Right. You, you can you can find that and get that. And don't like, let I mean, I, the news I, sway it you. for you. Yeah, right. And I, I've got to be honest with you. I, I so distrust the coverage of this, like I did of the elections, or like I did of you know what happened in Afghanistan when we pulled out. All of these things. It's just like 
what's the reality of it? I mean, seriously, we, uh, like this happened like literally two minutes ago and we've got like this thing wrapped up in a nice bow about based upon my political ag- agenda. This what is, and it, this is killing America. It's right. literally killing America because back in the day when there was only CNN and Fox, that was really cool. I mean, we had other news sources, but now it's 24 hour news cycle and all of them are getting rich on which sector of the audience they can really pull in. Like we've got this million, like, Newsmax is now right of Fox. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, CNN uh, is gone so far left. It's almost unbelievable and laughable when you watch it. It says like, don't you care that no one takes you seriously? Like, right. that's what I say about like I used to say to cops when I train them. I'm like, you come here. You're not prepared. All you do is joke. This is important stuff that we do. They're getting don't you care that people look at you and snicker that you're a cop? Right. And question all of us. The same thing can be said about the media. It's like, don't you care that did you go to journalism school to become like a clown, a performer? Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, your you, job you, is you to- said this to you said this to us. We were talking about something recently and you said, why is everything and look at and again with both of these case, uh, incidents, why is all the news coverage of it? An editorial. Why isn't it just right. the facts right. of what exactly. happened? Why does every single thing that that is talked about about both of these cases it has like an opinion associated with it? Just right. say this is this is what happened with this today. Uh, to the Rittenhouse thing, you're talking about these the guy that got shot and the other guy that died. Yeah. Um, you know, do your own research on. I'll just say this: right. do your own research on the the background of those guys, okay? Right. I'm not saying anybody deserves to die or anything like that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying do do a little bit of research on the on the background of these guys and 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 right. whatever. But then look at the this girl, you know, it's, and they're getting they're getting all this attention about there's so much attention about like them getting right. shot and them getting killed. But then backed over to the Alec Baldwin thing how come nobody's talking about this lady? Right. Like, right. Right. How come nobody's talking right. about her? And 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 here and and these guys, in the Rittenhouse case, if you watch the video, it if you, in my in my opinion, if you watch the video, um, other people had guns in that video. Okay. Absolutely. And you you know when you watch that, it you know it, there's a lot of lessons to take from it. But the bottom line is these other people had guns, and we're all on this trying to prosecute somebody who ultimately felt it was in his, and again, I'm not defending him, I'm just telling you, you know, the, the facts as I know him. He felt that he needed to, to shoot people because he was in fear of death or great bodily harm. Alec Baldwin shot some poor lady, and we are not talking about that, and we are not like, how in the hell does this happen? Right. You know, and then, and, you know, are, I mean, are we talking, is it, you know, manslaughter is it you know like what is it and, and there's nothing out there and i'm looking at i'm looking and you watch this and i'm like he just shot something on lady because he didn't practice gun safety skills right but then we don't know like he I, again i'm just i don't know anything about movie sets so i just kind of think like well there's a shot how many movies do you watch where the actor points the gun at the, at the camera and fires it mm-hmm. i mean like 
like, yeah, it's a, gun a million times. Never practiced on a Hollywood right. set. If that's the case, yeah, I've you could limitless numbers of movies where there's a shot where the guy's pointing the camera, pulling the trigger. Right. Now, I'm not saying that that's what happened on that case, but right. I, I step back for a second and I think of other films that I saw that I enjoy and I watch, and a lot of it had to do with gun violence. And you look at it and you go, well. You know, knowingly and unlawfully is probably the thing that we need to, like, examine with the Alec Baldwin thing. And again, well, <laughs> people are like, why are you defending that asshole? Well, the bottom line is, is that, like, I, I want to be defended because someday that could be me. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's not even really like he, defending him. All you want is the truth. Shot, was he set up on a shot? People were saying, again, this is all rumor and conjecture, that this this movie set or this production was over budget and... Look, you're talking post-COVID, the movie industry shut down, just like everything we see. Like, go to a drive-thru and tell me you're getting your order right. Oh, yeah, no. Right. You know, okay, now take that and take it to a movie set. Right. People stopped working for 18 months to two years on something that's that. You're going to get people that are just missing their game. Like, hey, look, if I went back to work the road right now, there'd be a lot of shit I'd have to learn, and I would probably Like how to drive a car since you're a golf cart? Right, exactly. How to drive a car. A little rusty. Like, I would literally get, not a golf cart, but I mean, like an actual car. Like, if I had to, like, I got to enter this into the computer and do this, there'd be tons of things that I'd be doing wrong. Eventually, I'd get it right, but there's not that much of a, you know, a, a threat to people's safety in that aspect of it. But you're an armor, you're a part time armor. Hey, they can only afford so much money, so you're going to get the third string armor. Right. And this is a shot that maybe that director set up because she was, from what I understand, had something to do with the director of photography. So if she's setting that shot up, she's sitting behind that camera because that's what the director of photography, if I understand correctly, does. He points the gun, it goes off, whether it's a real round, like, you know, uh, Bruce Lee's son. Brandon Lee, he that died was a wattage in a though. Similar manner, yeah. But that was watt. This uh, that, right, right. but see that. And, but, but they don't. They're not even coming out. Was this watt? Or was it? Was it a? Was it a wad that came out? Of was yeah, it like, a fake like the stuff like that's but like Alec the, Bolton, like from a blank round, right? Which is what killed him, correct? right? But what they're saying is that this is an actual, an actual bullet, mm -hmm. real ammo. Yeah. Well, either way, uh, obviously some serious negligence. But you know to you know like to. Yell for Alec Baldwin's head because you hate him politically is not the right thing to do. And now the Rittenhouse thing to me is like, that's way more complex. And I'll tell you this. I mean, you just look at this from this level. Everybody up there involved in that equation was looking for trouble that night, and they found it. Absolutely. Agreed. They absolutely Agreed. found it. You're running around there with a rifle strapped to you trying to protect a neighborhood. One, what does that say about people's faith in their own government at that point? Yeah. Right. We can't even keep our streets safe, keeping people feeling like, hey, they need to take law into their own hand. And that, again, it goes back to some of the things that we talked about. Like, look, we can't tolerate behavior that destroys things simply because you're politically upset. Well, we as a government have failed on that level to protect these people standing in the middle of that riot just in our own town. Right. Aren't you guys going to do anything about this? And then dude launches a freaking uh, homemade explosive Mortar. at half of the SWAT team that I'm with. You can see it. It's out there, folks, on the Internet. It is what it is. I'm not kind of busting anybody out about this. But the bottom line is, is that that's what you're standing in the middle of. And you're like, be careful. Don't go in there. Don't do this. Don't do that. Because this will make the situation worse. Well, what that does to people that watch that, it makes them go, I have no faith in my government's ability to keep me safe. Right. So I'll either agree to way more draconian measures so I don't have to deal with that again, and I won't accept the individual responsibility that I have as an American to understand the process and how this all is breaking down. And it's both on the right and the left, and we sensationalize this stuff on a level that's like, like we're losing due process before our very eyes. 100%. We're wrapping it in. We're wrapping it in the idea that because politically I disagree with you, I think you should suffer 
under a system that if I was happening to me, I'd be losing my mind about it. Right. Like you, know you said, I mean? if whether or not people should have been there or whatever they were doing that night, that seems to be the thing that they keep circling back to on the Rittenhouse thing is, well, he, he shouldn't have been there and he shouldn't have been doing this. Right. Okay. That's up for, that's, do, that's but. up for, right. And that's up for debate. That's, that's, uh, right. that's part of what this case is about. Right. However, just because maybe you made a bad decision or maybe shouldn't have been there if in retrospect, if you were thinking about it, doesn't also mean that you should be murdered in the street because you were somewhere that you shouldn't have been. I mean, that's right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's that, the idea of that. And again, to me, this goes back to a preventive measure because that's the best way to stop crime is a preventive measure. Right. Um, you have people that feel that their police can't keep them safe anymore. Their city's burned over something this summer that, you know, uh, you know, let the process work and let's see what happens to Chauvin after he kneels on a guy's neck and shows a lack of compassion. Right. One, we were all labeled as that. I had people throwing things at me, telling me that I should die. And then some of these people I actually was part of like maybe them being saved from heroin and everything else. Like recognized people in the crowd. I'm a pig. I'm a racist. All these other things. It's just like, Hey, everybody's guilty here. Just because you think you're on the right side of this argument doesn't mean that you get to act the way that you do. And we've justified some of this behavior, but going back to Rittenhouse, we're all, I would say pretty pro second amendment guys. We're right. not like it's a constitution. Yep. We believe in it. We believe in we the fact that you it. have a right yep. to remain silent. We believe in the fact that you have a right to an attorney, despite the fact that the attorney makes my job much harder as a cop. The bottom line is that's the document we defend. And the thing I would say, though, is if my oldest son came to me and said, hey, Dad, I'm going out with the AR tonight. I'd be like, oh, time. Right, 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 right. What? Where are you going? Yeah, what? Kenosha? Right. What's going on in Kenosha? Oh, I think I know what's going on in Kenosha right now. And like no one said. And again, I don't know Kyle's background. I don't know what his deal is. I don't know his parents. I don't know what his situation is. Right. I, he's, I, for instance, he's from Illinois. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yes. But it's like, where was that stopgap measure in place? Right. That no, like, look, like you're sending your kid out in the street. He has a right to be there. People will listen to this to me and say, you're full of shit. But the bottom line is, is if I was a dad being as a pro Second Amendment as I am, and my son, to, my son said to me, Dad, I'm going out on the street with the AR because I'm going to protect people's right, and I'm 17, 18 years old, I'll be like, yeah, no. no, dude, no, ain't happening. Right. Ain't freaking yeah. happening. Right. You want to do that, you that, do that join the military. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That was my next point. There's a place where you can go do that. You know how to salute, to son? Be effective with right. it as an 18-year-old man. And yep. look, you have a right to it. You have everything like this. But as a father... Your rights don't outweigh your ability to get killed. Right, right. And and I, I'm just saying, look, I don't think it's right that the kid was out there without somebody going. Wait a minute, time. Out. Bottom line is that the flip side of that is those the people on the other side of that had already been involved in the system, had already been said you can't have a gun at all, right. and they did. And no one's really paying attention to that. We're only finding it out now near uh, the end of this case. You're hearing these you know tidbits of wow, holy shit, right? You know. I didn't and, know that. Right. And and what was their motivation to be there as well? You know what I mean? So when we're talking about. Right. right. If Everybody gonna, was looking if, for trouble. Right. You're, right. Everybody was looking for trouble. Yeah. You, and you, you found it. Right. And right. you're surprised that this happened? And then, right. Come on. Exactly. Chast, chastise in Rittenhouse about being a kid. And, and I, I agree with your point. Like, right. if it's a dad going, wait, what are you doing taking an ER? Where are you going? No, 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 no. Right. No, no. Right. Because I don't want my son to die. Right. Right. But then the other side, look at the people that were involved with with him in that incident what were they right, doing there right, what, right, what was right. their purpose were, right. were they were they really there to do anything were they there trying to make this into something positive no, right, that right. really doesn't seem to be no. the case right. again right 
do they deserve to get Sean killed? No, I'm not saying that either. But well, I mean, they, you're, but you're, but well, but they but put again, themselves into a situation. The ASAC, they is, both I mean, did. Yeah, let me both sides. No one should have died that night. No one should have died because that night. We say that all the time. because I, I'm going to tell you something. I wear a gun every day, everywhere. In the back of my mind, I know that at some point I may have to use that, and I know I know 100 that if I have to use it, I can kill somebody. So both parties were there. Not everybody had a gun, but a majority. Some people had guns. They were out there. What did they think was going to happen? So they went out there, and again, nobody deserves to die. But the situation you put yourself into, knowing that this may happen, because if if you think that I'm just going to stand Hunter with an AR-15 and people are going to be scared, you better come right along with me, son. Because I'll, t- I'll I'll show you people, can they can care less about guns. They're more afraid of my dog or my taser. Yeah. So, and again, and then, you, and then the other guys who are rioting and everything else, you're bringing guns to a riot. What do you think is going to happen? Why are, why are you bringing right. a gun to a riot? Now, you take that and you separate it saying, okay, it could have been prevented, just like Sean said. Now it's here. Guess what? You point a gun at somebody with a gun, you're probably going to get shot. And he has a legal right to do so if he feels that he is, uh, he, he's in fear of great bodily harm or death. And you can look at all those facts we said on the front end. About and if you that, listen like, to the testimony, it? it supports that. Right. Absolutely. Right. I mean, from what little you see, and then, you know, you start to see the things about, and this is where, again, people continually lose faith in the process that we have, which is the best for fairness that's ever existed. It's not perfect. It's made tons of mistakes throughout its history. But our criminal justice system is probably the model for a lot of places because it's not too far one way. It's not too far the other. It tries the facts. It's based upon a system that's been tested, not just here, but in several other places. But when you look at this and you see, all right, now the prosecutor is engaging in bad behavior because it's a political, exactly like it's it's political. He's politicized his job right? and he's, withholding evidence that the judge who sits there and goes and what they'll do is they'll portray the judge as some kook nut job right. when, he, when he he like literally says there i look i don't care about what your political agenda is this is a serious constitutional violation yes what will they do they'll discredit that judge they'll find out all sorts of dirt on right. him they'll say he did this and he did that and that's why he's this and he's that and the process is dying before our very eyes because i'd much rather run under this flag than run under that flag right yeah and it's scary it's scary to see this like i don't even want to watch it because I, I it's like i'm old to most people and i'm watching my nation me, die Sean. in front of me you know what i mean i'm literally watching my nation die in front of me right. because i'd rather run under this flag than that flag look right. sometimes and, you got to suck it up and when you're when say, at, at what point does your does the criminal justice system get to the point that you're going to start trying to find dirt on the judge right. to try to have an right. influence right. on how the outcome right. of the case right. happens? Do you remember what they did to the judge I, in the OJ no, trial? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Get to the point, the guy was in tears. Yeah, you That's know what I'm saying. I understand. You're like the judge is crying. Wait a minute, hold on. Right. Well, you know, like what? What? Right. This is the guy that's supposed to be the the referee here, right? You know, and 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 it was it's just like we've watched this farce go on for I me. Mean, you know, who we should blame for it ourselves because we keep clicking on these freaking stories every time we see them. We keep clicking on the ones that we want to believe or don't want to believe or whatever. It's just like, look, stop paying attention to this nonsense. Let the trier of facts prove this out, right? And this you goes and, back to like the Lindbergh baby. Kind of shit. Like this is how long. Here we come. I knew there was going to be a history lesson somewhere. Thanks, but bro, for not letting me down. Only now 
do we do we feel it as immediate as we do because right. the sources of how we get our information is instantaneous right now. Well, and and I'm and I'm probably going to lose some people that, that, that when I say this, but I would almost appreciate if they would handle the case like they're handling a case with Alec Baldwin. These are the facts we know it, and I and I say that tongue in cheek because I pray that they're investigating it properly. Right. But let the facts come out as they may, because when they come out, did I think? Do I think Alec Baldwin picked up the gun with the intentional? with the intention to hurt or harm anybody? No. Did I think Kyle Rittenhouse pick up that gun knowing that he could potentially do it? Yes. But but the facts in the Rittenhouse case show a justifiable shooting, in my opinion. The thing in the Ballard Front Group case is is an accidental tragedy. They're both tragedy. Nobody nobody should ever die at the hands of those um, when when it could be prevented. But I would hope that they're... if they're if they're doing their job and they're investigating this and and it's keeping quiet and, and they come out and they go, these are the facts of the case. Here's what happened. We are going to charge him or we are not going to charge him based on this. Right. And don't and don't let get, and don't let the. And by uh, the way, I don't like him. I don't like him. he's an actor, and I think he's, he makes horrible movies. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Some of his movies are really good. Oh. And don't. Yeah. And and I guess the thing here too is don't let the. It seems like the Alec Baldwin story is just it's getting buried and becoming like old news. When you right. when you're when you're at the same time, hey, don't forget about this girl that died on this movie set. Right, and then, like, and then I, I don't know her. I don't know anything about right. her. Again, it's unfortunate that I only know things about her from researching it from right. a terrible tragedy where she dies. But, but 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 they put us in this thing like it's being buried. So what are they hiding? Right, if anything. Yeah, and well, on the other side of it, it, it begs to the hypocrisy of Hollywood yet again. Lecture us about our gun rights, but. Every movie you make has gun violence in it, somewhere right. or the other. You know, and I don't know whether this. I, I know nothing about the film that was being made right now, but I know like Hollywood's really notorious for. Uh, you know, gun violence is bad, but wow, when but you it watch sells a movie, millions of dollars. Right. Movies. Nothing but right. gun violence. You know what I mean? Like, please stop. I mean, stop lecturing me about it. Look. Look, guns are a way of life. If you're going to glamorize it, I make mean, half of the police world training. At times I've gone to training, I'd be like, this is something you saw in a damn movie. Right. You can't do this shit. Right. I mean, like, like literally, like, or like, something like, that? You know, like some of the drills <laughs> we even do, I'm like, when am I possibly going to be doing this and not facing a prison sentence as a police officer? Right, right. Oh, it just teaches you trigger control. Blah, 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 blah. All that <laughs> bullshit you go to these classes about. And you're right. like, you know what? The, stop. What I should be learning is this. Like, how to avoid maybe shooting if I don't have to. And I know everybody out there is going to say to me, oh, he's one of those guys, you know, SWAT, but he's still a pussy. Look, dude. It, it, look. Listen, I don't want to shoot anybody. I will right, if right, I have to. I will put two the, in the your dome and sleep well, but I don't want but, to. But, but and again, those are things you can't take back, and they stay with you for the rest of your life. I, and again, I'm not wishing any will ill will on Alec Baldwin. I would honestly be surprised at the end of this. Oh, sure. If he is, if he is charged with anything. Not, because right. he's going to exercise. He's a rich man. Don't, you know, I mean, when he was doing that press conference with his wife, that was more like, you know, uh, something in a trailer park than it was actually what I would expect from a guy driving a Land Rover. Right. You know what I mean? And that was just his casual car. Like, He's going to have a good lawyer, and the lawyer's going to say, "You're not going to say anything until I right. tell you to right. say something." But somebody needs to be held accountable is, for that situation, right? Exactly. I mean, right. The they, problem, they do. But the thing is, is the people that need to be held accountable for that are the, are the people that were in charge of the overall right. part of that set. The actor himself is just another cog in the wheel. There, 
You know what I mean? Like somebody hands you a gun, you're like, let's take the shot. Hey, I'm going to assume that this is good. But but even uh, then, just but just just to interrupt you for a second, Sean. But even then, if you hand me a gun and you go, Chris or blanks, okay. I've, I'm a farm instructor. Guess what? I'm going to look to make sure. That's not saying he, even if he looked before he pulled the trigger and did all the press checks and all this other stuff, what do they look like? Do they look the same? Do they not look the same? I mean, well, and, and, and yeah. what's the, and what's the, you know, you don't know because right. you're not hearing much, right. but like, what is the protocol of, right? I would love for somebody, there's so many things that you don't know about with this incident. Right. And, and of course, you know, we're always looking at it from like, cop perspective of like how could you know what i mean like what do you mean you hand you a gun and you don't know it's safe you know right. what i mean like the stuff that is second nature to cops or people right. that are familiar with firearms right. you know don't point a gun at something you're not willing to destroy right, like right. all the standard gun safety rule things you think to yourself oh my god how could this happen okay well then try to look at it from a civilian point of view but then right. what i can't seem to get through my head or we haven't gotten enough details about it right. is you have a person on a movie set that does this, like right. this is their job? Right. Okay. What is that person's qualifications? Who is doing, and obviously these are all sure. the part of the right. investigation that I'm sure is still ongoing, but you like, hope. What, what, do those, what does that person do? What was their qualifications? Right. What is the standard protocol for and, and, and you're, a movie scene like this when a gun gets handed to somebody and you point it at somebody, right. and it's a real gun. Right. It's not a, like you know, they were else? saying prop gun, prop gun. It's a real it's, gun. Obviously, it's a real gun. Right, right. And they were saying that this, like most things that are happening in Hollywood, that they're losing money because of COVID, post-COVID, that's changed. Like we talk, started about talking about Netflix and how that is changing the way things are happening, where money's being generated. I mean, think about, you know, you shut down an industry for 18 months to two years. People move on to other things because they had a certain level of standard of living that they had, you know, it's going to affect everything. Like right. there are varying degrees of quality training that you can get as a police officer. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, that's really unsafe. Or right. oh, it, it proved itself to be maybe over the top with safety. We didn't actually get anything done because everything could have possibly resulted in somebody getting hurt. So therefore we didn't do it. So people aren't prepared for it on the street because they've never faced any kind of yeah, stress. Right now I, 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 I can't believe that I'm the, uh, Stout defender of Alec Baldwin here. Yeah, um, I know. I like, did the like same thing. I'm going like to go out to take a shower else, when I'm done. I, I go really to the tire a lot place. About I, don't know sh- <laughs> I don't know shit about cars. Scott's probably going to laugh at me about this. When those guys put the tires on my cars, I drive away and I don't check if the lugs are on there, right? Hey. One of those goofs not tightened down the lugs, tire comes flying off, kills somebody. I'm going to be the person that deals with the fact that right. somebody died while I was driving, but some guy I expected to do that work for me. I have people, like they say, you're, you're talking about Hollywood. They have people for everything. Right. They have people that will like, oh, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I'm raising my kids. It's okay. Look at how beautiful I am. And all bull. <laughs> Somebody's feeding that baby, waking up at two o'clock in the morning. Right. You're not doing you got anything. Millions and millions of dollars. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, because you had this crazy delivery of that baby doesn't mean that you are like doing what a regular mom does because you have way too much money and you continue to work through this process right. or thereafter. I'm not saying that's universal, but in the same sense, in his defense, he's probably done that so many times. Somebody's handed him and said, this is good, this to, is go, good sir. to go, right? Check it. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I've trust. I've learned to trust this process. Right. Right. Now the whole process breaks apart and falls down. And he's now left because we don't like him politically. He should, uh, you know, I, I believe in the fact that it should be pursued with the same vigor that they're, pursuing Kyle Rittenhouse or they should just back off it and let the facts dry itself out like they're laying for Alec Baldwin that's the inequity that pisses you off yes. about the inequity in the mass media right, right. And, that, and that's well, what I aggravates you about I, I know that being uh, a police officer apparently I mean 
Obviously, you love Alec Baldwin. We found that out. But, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, if you don't, if you can't enjoy I'm Glenn get... Glenn Ross, his his role in Glengarry and Glenn Ross is that coffees are for closers. <laughs> yeah, right. Like what a cock he is. Um, you know, I got a Rolex. So, so do I. But like, I, I don't feel like I've. Where he gets mauled by that bear. I don't feel like I've seen much from him or his people. You know what? Everybody in Hollywood has like right, people, people. And representatives, and I need people. I don't feel like I've, through the various things that I've looked at, I don't, and maybe I'm missing something. I don't feel like I've seen much where he's come out. Maybe there was one brief statement at the beginning, kind of about what a tragedy it was. Something and, about and, I'm, and I'm sorry. Sure yeah, he's probably yeah. thinking of it from a legal angle and whatever. But oh yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, but I just uh, and again from 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 a, from an officer standpoint, I really I I I, I think Sean said it best. Either go after them for a in the same vigor because I don't think either one of them wanted to kill anybody the situations and you could break down the situations and again I think that when I watch in, in my opinion and again it's not the opinion of everybody else on the show unless you know I just think that it was it was justifiable it was a justifiable shooting I think the um, written house yep. yeah. and, and Alec Baldwin was accidental and I just it, it it's an unfortunate situation, but you either go after the same with you go after them in the same vigor, put out the facts. But I think both things were 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 tragic, and um, the way that this has been, you know, the the Rittenhouse case has been swooped up, and you know all this all this other stuff. And 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 again, I, I said this earlier. I just I would hope, or I wish they just would have just kept it quiet like it did Baldwin, and, and hopefully did the investigation that they should have. And the, and the answer to however these things shake out, you, if the sheriff's, I think it's the sheriff's department that's investigating the Al Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, if if no one gets charged, you, you know what I mean? It's just a terrible, terrible accident right. that it's determined to be. Doesn't justify people going to the streets and burning everything down. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Just Correct. like the thing in with Rittenhouse in Wisconsin. Right. It doesn't, just because you don't agree with Correct. the outcome of it, Correct. doesn't justify going out and destroying businesses and homes and right. cars and right. other property no, right. Right. because you don't like, because you don't like what the outcome was. It right. does not justify that. Right, and, and, and just like, I mean, and again, I'm not a big fan of Alec Baldwin, but I don't, I don't want to see his life ruined because, you know, like Sean said, he was probably used to people doing this, and he doesn't have the the background for it, or 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 whatever. I don't want to see his entire career and life ruined because he made a mistake. Sean doesn't. Cause he Apparently him. not. I Apparently not. Yeah, well, he doesn't uh, need a bodyguard. Yeah, what's fair is fair, man. You get sometimes it's like you get to swallow it. You know what I mean? It's terrible. What did I just say? Anyway, um, the uh, you know the thing about all of it is is that you know if Kyle Rittenhouse was smart and he was just looking for trouble, he used to come down to Cook County. And they would have been mutual combatants, and nobody would have been sure. <laughs> Where's Kim Fox when you need her? Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, but, that, but that's the hypocrisy of it. You look at this. like, Look, people are slaughtering each other in the streets in Chicago every weekend right. or every day. And we've gotten to the point where we're calling it mutual combatants. Well, here, Again, he, Why isn't that legal precedent not being set up there in Kenosha? It, Thankfully, it's not. Right. And I'm never one to... Is, it's like, this is the hypocrisy of this entire well, thing. Well, then that's the thing. What I thought, I don't know if you saw it, um, Scott, where they were reviewing the videotape and Kyle Rittenhouse is standing behind the judge, not no handcuffs, kind of like leaning over him and they're watching it together. Oh, I 
see that. Yeah. Really. So they're they're viewing the videotape, and there, there's a picture of it and stuff on the internet. He's leaning to the if it would be if if I was the judge, he would be on my he would be on my left, leaning over. You know, not no 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 chains, no yeah, nothing. Like and I'm sitting yeah. there going. Okay, like they're watching Netflix. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm sitting there going, right, right, they're right, trying right. to portray this guy as a, as a as a murderer, crazy, all this other stuff. Right. And I go, look at this. It's, it, what are we doing? Yeah, it looks like Grandpa's showing him a home video <laughs> that's from exactly, like going to Wisconsin Dells. That right, is the right, best right, way to describe. Right. That's exactly what it looks like. Is that was the Tommy Bar of the Water Show. What was it? <laughs> well, and the Tommy Bar of the Robot Show. <laughs> and the, actually, there's a Netflix series coming out on that. It's like a, it's going to be along the lines of the Tiger King. Oh my God. <laughs> Did you know that? No. Are you being serious? I'm a, I actually just made oh, that completely up. But it was say, so believable because I said it was Netflix should, and it was like conspiracy either. You should reach out to the Tommy Bartlett Productions. <laughs> right, right. And see what I can get rolling here. See For those of you that want some good entertainment, if you're ever in Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin Dells area, uh, the uh, Tommy Bartlett uh, Water Show, It's we, we joke, we've been joking about it for years, but... They do all kinds of those like pyramids of people on water skis and oh my God. it's yeah. amazing stuff. Right. I don't know. Do people still? I, well, I, what still happened though is they actually they, last year it kind of got really bad for them. Well, it was not because of COVID. It was because Cause when the they duck. were doing that big pyramid that they do with the pyramid that they do, they uh, they the boat went over top of one of those prehistoric sturgeons <laughs> and they killed it. <laughs> one of the last ones. It's true. The last ones. It's true. People are gonna like look this up. Like, no, I'm gonna be in trouble. Right? No, but anyway, it wasn't. A, don't, don't, when you look it up, it wasn't a sturgeon. <laughs> right, right, right. It wasn't a sturgeon. One of those big ass fish. You know, those things are like prehistoric, and they make a big deal about them on those lakes up in Wisconsin. You know what I like is that our breakdown of legal cases and shootings comes so really, back yeah. to Tommy Bartlett Water Show and Sean's and knowledge of history and, Dells <laughs> and the Lindbergh baby and the Lindbergh baby. <laughs> But, the, but that's what they say about the Lindbergh baby. Like they, <laughs> there was when I was a kid, there was a guy in our neighborhood that was like, "This was pre sensitivity, pre sensitivity." There was a guy that he was called Brucey Hot Dog, and he would ride a bike and he would come by and be like, "Hey, Brucey Hot Dog!" Yelling at him like this. And then some one day, somebody yelled at him, "Brucey Hot Dog killed the Lindbergh baby!" And he stopped and went nuts on all of us. I mean, like nuts. Not, he was nuts to be. I, 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 I'm do, I know. Can I'm I ask the group so that you hung out with right. that knew what the Lindbergh right. baby was? But, but, dude, I'm old, man. I mean, I wanted like, the beer and a marble. Baby, really did yeah. growing up in New Jersey. Yeah, I wanted to because that's where they live. I wanted a black they label and a marble. I mean, but what do we got going? Thing was the Lindbergh baby was like sensationalized back when they had print media to the point where, like, uh, this guy was a German immigrant uh, that they supposedly you know properly convicted for it but they look back at it now and say it was a complete and total railroad because everybody got caught up in the hysteria it was Lindbergh you know he flew, you know Spear St. Louis flew up you know across the Atlantic Ocean for the first time all that cool stuff but they I lost the, the show everybody notes. lost sight of the fact that like this guy lost a child because it was supposedly kidnapped and murdered and the the media made it hysterical right and you know it was just awful, and that's why I referenced that. You know, so you guys, do you understand that? And yeah. What's, and go back to the Brucey hot, hot Dog guy? got accused yeah, of killing. Brucey Hot. It was so <laughs> sensitive an issue in Jersey that Brucey Hot Dog got accused of killing the Lindbergh baby, and he felt he needed to stop. On he think wrote Brucey a Hot Dog still around? Maybe he could be a guest. <laughs> I don't know. Brucey Hot Dog is what they call him. Brucey Hot Dog. <laughs> and you just open up with, did you kill the Lindbergh looked, baby? And, and now that I look back at it, at the time I was afraid because you know, I was like, he's mad about that. And either he really did it or, um, 
he just was right to be mad to be accused of something so awful. How dare you? But Bruce, yeah, I will uh, I will ride a bike around and be called Brucey Hot Dog, <laughs> but how dare you? Guess what how you're going you? as for next Halloween, bro? Next Halloween. Kill the Lindbergh baby. Yeah. Everybody has their limits. Right. You don't know what they're breaking. Who this show that's where I'm from knows what I'm talking about. Everybody <laughs> has their breaking oh point. God. <laughs> that's the breaking point. Anyway. Anyway. All right. So I picture you guys getting chased away like the kids in uh, like uh, Christmas Story. You know, like getting yeah, chased right. down the alley. It was that Scott Farkas. <laughs> he had the worst teeth. God. And now that uh, we're getting close to Christmas, that was a nice segue. <laughs> right, like that, like that. <laughs> Christmas show. We'll right, call about. Yeah. We'll talk about bullies. <laughs> Do you know that? You know that actually that that house is not in Indiana, which you led to believe it's actually in Cleveland. And you can go in there and tour. It. They let you like go tour the house. Yeah, you it's, check it, it out. Yeah, it's the Christmas just, story house. It's in Cleveland. It's like an. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. You can go see it. I seen something about. Yeah, that. I'm not going to go to Cleveland. I'm good. We'll do a live <laughs> broadcast from there. <laughs> sorry, I would do. <laughs> <laughs> You hear uh, Sean in the background yeah. trying to fix the boiler. <laughs> Fragile. <Right. laughs> <Right. laughs> that, that, that's Gene uh, Shepard, the guy that wrote that. Oh, God. They, yeah. they, anyway, we're getting off side. There we go. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Only you would know uh, that. But he was good. He, probably he, knows did, more, he did more than just a Christmas story. He did a lot of holiday. But Gene Shepard was a great, a funny writer. I mean, he was really a funny writer. And he did one on, like, used to be able to catch him on PBS. And my oh. father was the one when, when he wasn't sleeping with the cable thing on his groin. <laughs> um, you know, way to circle it back to Hollywood. We come full circle back to Hollywood. And uh, he, you know, they, they did one on Fourth of July. They did the funniest one is uh, on Thanksgiving if you can find it. Gene Shepard special. It's like Ralphie got a little bit older. Chris, this is great because he started dating Polish girls because they were so beautiful. <laughs> and like how they got lured in. And you, seriously, it's great if you can find this out there. Watch that one. That's almost as funny. I know what I'm doing after. Right, right. Yeah, uh, for it's the Thanksgiving one, and it's 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 great. And he narrated it the same way. It was the same. They also did one for Fourth of July, which was pretty funny. But yeah, anyway, I'm I'm gonna have to brush up. Yeah, I'm gonna brush up on that one for. Thank my dad. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Ferguson. (laughs) Get off my lawn. Anyway, so all right. Back to back to our topic because I don't know how we got on you know Christmas well, specials. I think but was, that's a good rap. Now. Yeah, that is a good rap. That is a good rap. So, but now anyway, um, yeah. swamp we're in. Right, the mess, the mess. I guess what I guess what we're trying to tell everybody is, hey, you know, from a police standpoint, we would hope that you know everything is investigated and done properly, vigorously. And with due process, not jumping to conclusions and not trying to make stuff that you'll see in the news, make stuff up and or make stuff that it is not. So, um, you know, you guys going to get more last thoughts on these two cases? No, just make sure you're getting just make sure you're taking the time to get the facts. Right. Yeah. And give the process a chance. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the process doesn't work out based upon your political ideology. And that's what makes the process so great. 100%. 100%. And that's why we defend it every day. Well, thank you, boys. Thank you, and thank you everybody for listening. Please um, leave a uh, go to where you get your um, podcast, leave a comment, uh, rating, review, and download it. Subscribe to it. That'd be great. Help us, our venue, get this, uh, get our word out to everybody. Uh, any questions or concerns, you can email us at 3copstalk at gmail.com, the number 3 cops talk at gmail.com go to the website and you can link it right up there and grab all the all the past shows we have great information thanks everybody take care bye-bye